Hi, I'm Avin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace, and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ, and let us hear the Word of God together. Welcome back to the Salvation Engine Podcast. My name is Avin Kaufman. Today we are talking about living victoriously in Christ. Living victoriously is a life lived by reigning together with Christ in him, living daily with the consciousness of Christ on the inside of us, the consciousness of the finished work of Jesus and that victory that is ours through Christ Jesus. Living victoriously in Christ is living in the awareness of our identity as being sons of God, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, aware that we are in this world, but we are not of this world. We are only here to show forth the excellence of that kingdom from which we come and the power of the king at work in us by which we have dominion over circumstances, over situations and over all the other temporary things of this passing life. You know, Psalms 91, which we often quote and pray, is a great snapshot about what it means to live victoriously. Living victoriously is not a show of man's power or strength, but it is a show. It is a glorification of the power of God working in a man and enabling him or her to dominate over the circumstances of life. The book of Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 teaches us that we must be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. That is what it's about. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. That place of strength is that place whereby we live victoriously in Christ Jesus. That place where you guard your loins and you stand strong in your faith. But how can we do this? How how can we maintain a certain consciousness? How can we maintain, how can we have a good hold of who we are, of Christ in us, his power at work in us? You know, God's power in us is not lifeless. Part of Paul's prayer in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, he prays that we may know What is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? How can we know this power without the opportunity to see it in action, in its reality? You know, recently my family came under attack of the COVID virus and I had already seen since back in 2019 that you you read all the horrible stories, the friends and family are losing loved ones to the virus, to this evil called covid From its onset, I have known that the way against this virus was by standing on the word of God through prayer, by faith, because I believe my Bible. So when they took a nose swab of me and my report came back saying that I was positive, I said, not my body. This was then my opportunity or the opportunity to show off God's mighty power at work in me by trusting in him. This was the time to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Scripture says that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the powers of darkness of this world. For every believer in Jesus Christ that's listening to me right now, please understand that you need to be full of the word 
and ready to combat with God's full armor on. It's not a question of will you catch the virus, but it's more will the virus catch you. You know, Paul says, put on the full armor of God. Why? Why does he tell the born again believer to put the armor on? Because we need to be, we need to have our armor on daily. If you're okay, if you haven't been sick, thank God and please remain diligent under his shadow in prayer, walking with the Lord for no weapon fashioned against you can prosper. And I thank God that with his help and by everything I'm sharing with you here today, the ordeal passed by me without sickness, without hospitalization, the weapon was formed but it did not prosper at all as concerning my life at all Satan's arrows hit against the, the armor of the Lord on me and could not penetrate it I remain a wonder to myself to those around me that I've testified to you know the Holy Spirit has been my guide every step of the way some of what the Lord spoke to me during the time of that I'm sharing with you is what I'm is what I'm talking about in this message and part of it was one morning I woke up and the Lord said to me hold fast to your confession and one of the verses that I was standing on was Romans chapter 8 verses 11 which says but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. I remember quoting this one morning as I went to record one of my weekly podcasts. You know, I continued with my normal duties, looking after my family. When I felt the slightest sense of weakness or fatigue, I cried out to Jesus and he was right there. His strength made me strong in every situation. What I'm trying to tell you here is that the word works and everything in the Bible is true. God god is real friends see living a victorious life in christ is not a life free from challenges but it's a life guaranteed to overcome challenges every single time jesus has already won the victory we we are not just conquerors but we are more than conquerors because we we do not have to fight the victory is already won Let's take a look at what Paul writes in the book of 2 Corinthians and chapter 1. He says, For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Can you imagine a trouble that can come to you that you, you, you're so burdened that you say, I, I, I can't live anymore. How do I deal with this? The, 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 Paul is saying here that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, he goes on to say that indeed we felt that we had received the sentence of death. Paul was going through something and he's saying that they felt so burdened they felt like they despaired of life itself and they felt like they had received the sentence of death that is trouble but that was to make us rely not on ourselves but on God who raises the dead he goes on to say he delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us Paul says that the, the reason that all this has happened to them is that they should not rely on themselves but on God who raises the dead. 
they they came to that point where they knew that if i die god will raise me up now is not a time for my strength but a time for me to be strong in the lord and in his mighty power and i believe that the god who raises the dead will deliver me from this peril and paul goes on to say that he delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us again on him we have set our hope that he will deliver us again meaning that can you picture that this covid situation has been in our world since 2019 2020 came and when 2021 is here and is about to end we need the lord's power we need the lord's strength we need to be able to rely on him that no matter what happens he will deliver us again we have to be strong in the lord and in his mighty power the battles we face become an opportunity for god's power to be revealed in us and for us to know that he is with us and he is faithful to deliver us every single time paul says he will deliver us again and again and again he does not get tired of it he is god he is good he is good because he is god you know a lot of times as christians we suffer under unjust circumstances such as diseases and other things when we forget who we are when we forget that god is on our side when we forget who he is his faithfulness He is with us. He is not against us. And the enemy knows this. If the enemy can weaken you in any area of your identity concerning who you are and who God is, if he can get you to doubt God's goodness for one second, he'll take you out. Even with Jesus in the wilderness, the devil started with, if you are the son of God, then do this ridiculous thing see jesus was firmly established in his identity as we should be and responded with scripture as we should do jesus has given us dominion he has given us authority over sickness and disease and over the enemy we reign in this life with him we are a team you are the team you are one of two of the team members of the most powerful team in this world of the most powerful life force in this world as we know a team is only as strong as its weakest link what do i mean jesus in us is forever strong we let the team down when we give in to circumstances and the standards of this world there are lots of people who would not dare look at their results and disagree with them as soon as the doctor shows them something they trust the system they trust the science they trust the virus that they cannot see more than the power of god which we also cannot see and then they say okay why can i stand on the god which or the word of god which i cannot see let me stand with this report that's written on a piece of paper however it is invisible you are fighting an invisible enemy why not just believe in an invisible god who parted the red sea who raises the dead like paul said in this scripture that we just read jesus has redeemed us from all of this his mighty power is present in us our part is to believe through prayer by the word of god speaking the word taking the communion praying in the spirit fasting so that we can have that sharpened spiritual lens all of this is part of the battle plan You don't just have an armor on, you also have a battle plan. And that battle plan is found in the word of God. And it should be for every believer that desires to live victoriously in Christ to go in there 
and find out what the battle plan is, who you are in Christ and who Christ is in you. The believer who desires to walk on water must have both their armor on and be fully knowledgeable with the battle plan according to the word of God. Paul went through so many trials. In one chapter, he said that he had weapons of righteousness in one in the right hand and in the left hand. If you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're praying, the preacher is on, you're reading your Bible, the verses. You need a battle plan. We have the resurrection life in us. Jesus himself is in us. There is no room for disease, no room for darkness, no room for death. When Jesus came to raise Lazarus from the dead, he said to Martha in the book of John chapter 11 and verses 25, and Jesus said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Now in this verse, Jesus asks this powerful question that every believer can meditate on. What catches my attention in this verse is the distinction that Jesus makes of two types of believers. He says, those who believe in him and those who live by believing. Now one group will live even though they die and the other group shall never die. He then asks, do you believe this? So let me ask you, do you believe this? And if you do, which one are you? You know, there are billions, millions of people in, the, in our world today who believe in Jesus, who call on the name of Jesus. But I truly believe that the victory in this world is enjoyed by those who not only believe, but also live by believing. Their lifestyle is evident that they believe. They walk in obedience to all of the gospel. They walk in that consciousness of the Messiah, the risen King and his resurrection power. Death has no part in them. They live victoriously in Christ. God has called us to live victoriously. This is our inheritance. When we come into the fullness of this inheritance, just like Paul said, we had to make a choice whether he wanted to to stay in his body or to die and go and be in the, with the Lord, which was far better. Or Jesus who said, no one takes my life, but I lay down. That is the option of the one who lives by believing. Death is something that when it happens to you, 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 you've come to that place of fullness and you go on to be with the Lord, which is far better. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your mighty power that is at work in us who believe. That same power that raised Christ from the dead. I thank you, Lord, for protecting those who are listening to me right now and for delivering us from the deadly perils of this world. I pray for those who have not placed their faith in Jesus, that today is the day that they will receive this precious gift of salvation. May you continue to fill us daily with your power, Lord, with your spirit and with your strength in our inner mind. We cannot do anything without you, Jesus. Our faith, our trust, our hope, our confidence are in you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. If you've enjoyed hearing about God's goodness, please make sure to visit our website, www.salvationengine.com, where I share written messages from scripture and other news. In addition, is the Salvation Engine social media pages on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. 
Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.